Hello everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. She is perhaps best known for her role as Jenny on the hit TV series Mickey Spillane's My Cammer. Or could it be her unmistakable presence in that scene from Al Pacino's Scarface by renowned director Brian De Palma? Or how about her many guest appearances in TV classics Fantasy Island, General Hospital, and The Tonight Show, just to name a few? Or could it be the many magazines, commercials, and places this Florida beauty's face would grace during her tenure tenure as a successful model? But even that's not all, as you will soon hear. Honored with the International Christian Film and Music Festival's award for both Best TV Show and Best TV Host, that show, Victory Road with Lee Benton, that host, Lee Benton only begins to share the tip of all of her story. Her many other awards, charitable and otherwise, include Merit of Honor from the President of the United States 2014, Goodwill Ambassador via the United Nations, and Lifetime Achievement Award. And yet, there is more. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony a great joy indeed actress, executive producer, and host of her award-winning Victory Road television and radio show, ordained minister, evangelist, pastor, and founder of Lee Benton Ministries, please welcome the fabulous Lee Benton. Lee, welcome to Testimony. Wow, God bless you, sister. Love that introduction. Love that. Oh, what a pleasure it is to be with you, my beautiful friend. How are you? Well, I am doing fantastic, as I know you are as well. Lee, we've become acquainted through social media and wonderful mutual colleagues and friends. And while we have yet to meet personally, the obvious excellence and elegance with which you produce your programs is honoring and classic all-on-its-own celebrity sharing their stories of life and redemption through Jesus Christ as they identify with a host who has been there and still is today once, quote, undercover in Hollywood, now, quote, out in every good sense of the word <laughs> and gloriously so. That said, Lee Benton, with the tables turned okay. and you... As our guest, would you begin to share with our listeners how you came to faith in Jesus Christ, your early beginnings and career, and now mission and ministry in life and in Christ? Lee Benton, please tell us your story. Um, we need about five hours, but I'm going to reduce it down to honor your show and timeline. Um, I am a preacher's kid. I'm one of those PKs. Uh, my daddy was an evangelist, my mother, my precious mommy, a Sunday school teacher, teaching the word. And my sister, I have just one sibling, Carolyn, and my sister and I uh, grew up singing gospel songs. That's how I actually first got my chops on stage singing with my sister, four years older. And um, we would sing 
our church, a huge church in Tampa, Florida, and then started getting booked as the Benton Sisters. We would actually even open for a quartet called the Messengers. They loved the Benton Sisters, but it was favor from the Lord, and I just loved singing with my sister. So being raised in a devout Christian home and singing gospel songs, and being tight with the Lord. And then uh, my precious daddy worked three jobs. He actually worked on the side and then ministered on the weekends and evangelized. And um, I'm going to say this without crying, but what a blessing to have a daddy that was hardworking, that provided for his family, that yet was out there teaching the word and sharing the gospel across the world. And so he, he honestly, my daddy would tell people everywhere he went, do you know Jesus? Do you have a relationship with Jesus? Do you know where you're going to go? If you should die right now, do you know? And people would look at my dad like, what? I don't <laughs> care if we were at the gas station, the grocery store, the bank, wherever we were at the mall, my daddy was out there reaching souls for Jesus. And I remember as a kid and a teenager, and when I got to be a teenager, I'd be like, eh, come on. I'd be a little embarrassed. Like, really? Everywhere we go, you have to do this? And now I understand. Now I've turned into my daddy. I am Lester Jr. here because my father, Lester Benton, he just was so bold and courageous. He just was bringing one more soul to Jesus. And that is, you know, my mission here in life. But going backward to your original question, I graduated from a, a Christian school. And, um, you know, the Lord gave me favor. I was a cheerleader for three years of high school head cheerleader, homecoming queen, yada, yada, yada. None of that really matters, though. It all matters about who Jesus is for me. But I'm just giving you a little a peek into my life. Right. But, you know, it's amazing that I don't ever remember being cocky or superficial about any of it. I just was, you know, just being me. But my real name is Rosalie, Rosalie. And so I didn't actually become Lee Benton until I got to Hollywood and my agent changed that up. But um, going from being raised in a Christian home, private school, Christian school. So I had church really poured into me seven days a week, morning, noon, and night, you know, because when I wasn't in a Christian school, I had to go to church. I was one of those kids that had to go probably four times a week to church. And so everything was church. Everything was the Bible. Everything was about Jesus. And my sister was very compliant and very easy peasy. And I was the rebel with the capital R. I turned into the wild child. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. And I always say the Lord loves the rebels. He really does. I mean, he loved everyone. Exactly. But uh, I was laughing with a producer yesterday. I said, God has a funniest sense of humor because this mouth that used to mouth off, that became such a rebel. He said, oh, yeah, devil, watch this. And now using the same mouth. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to actress, executive producer, and host of The Victory Road with Lee Benton. Lee, please continue. So, yeah, I mean, I went from being just really a good little Christian girl singing in church, singing gospel songs on stage with my sister, and to when I graduated, I rebelled. I started, you know, modeling at 18. So I graduated when I was 17 and went to work right away for a doctor's office. I didn't want to go to a college or a university. I just wanted to do performing arts. So the first thing I did, I went to a modeling school. And I thought that my parents 
were going to have a freak attack, to tell you the truth, because <laughs> they did not want their good Christian girl to model, because no, right. not one of those. And so, um, yeah, it was, and I love my parents. I, I bless my mommy and daddy. They're so, they're having a ball in heaven. But I think it was a real radical upbringing, and everything was a sin, you know. So I think it just kind of like I rebelled. I just was like, no, I'm tired of everything being a sin. I'm going to go do whatever I want to do. And so I rebelled. My sister always kept her precious walk with the Lord. And uh, Lester and Erling Denton, my parents were very happy about that. But they became very sad when their daughter, Rosalie, a.k.a. Rosie, just turned and rebelled. And I always tell people, I'm so happy that God just did not throw me away right then. He could have just said, be gone, you know, and I just got far away from the Lord. And so I I also want to share with people, if I can interject, you may not like what a lot of these actors and singers, these musicians and, and dancers are doing in Hollywood. And I find everywhere I go, wherever I teach, whatever event, people are like shocked and astonished. I'm from Hollywood. What? There's actual Christians in Hollywood? It's just amazing how the world sees Hollywood and showbiz people because the Christians aren't really put in the forefront, you know, but now things are changing up and now we've got a lot of really great, strong uh, faith-based movies and faith-based shows and shows like yours. But for years and years, it's just been Hollywood, the centers, you know, the dark city. And so I would like to suggest to everyone that if you don't like what the actors and singers and the rappers and the dancers, musicians are doing in Hollywood, pray for them, pray for them because this brings them back to Jesus because that could easily be me. If I did not have faithful parents praying and my sister praying and hitting their knees for me every day, I know it's through their faithful prayers that the Lord kept his eyes on me, that he brought me back. So please pray for others. Instead of judging Hollywood, pray for them. Pray for their souls to come back. If they claim to know the Lord and they got far away, pray the Lord brings them back. If they don't know the Lord, pray that they get introduced to Jesus Christ. And so I always say, turn it around and pray for people. Don't complain about them. Pray for them. Thinking about what I've gone through, if it weren't for people praying for me, I might not have been brought back ever. I could have just kept going to the dark side and the wild side. So pray for others instead of just condemning them. If you don't like what they're doing, ask the Lord to bless them and draw them because prayer works. Amen and amen. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to actress, executive producer, and host of the award-winning Victory Road with Lee Benton. Lee, that leads me to my next question, and beautifully so. It is this. If there are Christians in Hollywood that are more Hollywood than Christian, and church people in the church that are more worldly than the world, what is your advice to striking a balance, Jesus, our example? Hmm. Well, for me, it's sad that that there are so many people in Hollywood that are more Hollywood or so many Christians claiming to be Christian, but they, like you said, are more Hollywood, more showbiz. But my take on that is to pray for them. The same thing like we were saying about the actors and singers and musicians and dancers and rappers and so forth, where people are not approving of what they're doing. 
I say, still love them, still reach out to them. Instead of judging them, pray for them. At least they're showing up. They're coming to church, even if they have more showbiz in them than Jesus. Give them a chance to keep coming back. The fact that they're being brought into church, the fact that they're there, they're getting worship. See, when the worship music is on, that's what brings in the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is all around them. They're in the nimbus cloud. They're in God's glory when they show up for church. So, you know, let's just pray for them that if they're showing up just to make connections or to network with a producer or a certain actor or whatever, pray that they become more Christ-like minded, that they show up for Jesus, that they show up because they just want to glorify him, that they just want to worship him. I say, let them come, let them come and never turn anybody away because the Lord says, how are they going to know unless we, tell them and how are they going to know that we belong to him but by the love we show to them amen so and amen. i hope i answered the question you did and beautifully yeah. solely you know the bible tells us we go from glory to glory and we are not yes. to hide our light under a bushel and you've already answered this in part practically speaking and that is we are to walk in love faith worketh by love and you with yes. your answer, have just exemplified that we are to be salt and light, and we are to have His Word in us, living epistles before them, absolutely, not just in Hollywood arts and entertainment, but in any industry, really. Question, whom the sun sets free is free indeed, as the Scriptures state. Amen. What does this Scripture mean for you personally? Okay, I didn't realize that I needed to be set free. Going back to what I was saying, being the rebel and then getting into modeling. And it's not that modeling turned me into a rebel, quite the opposite. I met some of the most wonderful people. My parents were afraid that when I got into modeling, it was totally fear that drove them to this place of, oh my gosh, what is the world going to think? Our daughter's a model. And then when I started showing up in magazines, doing TV commercials from local to regional and then national and international and they were all decent good commercials and good magazine ads and so forth then my parents got it then they realized that no my daughter is not going to strip naked my daughter is strong enough and courageous enough to say no and they saw that i turned down much work i never did any nudity i never compromised by the way for all you listeners out there for for guys and girls Men and women, you never have to compromise. I mean, I had quite a successful modeling career. I never, ever had to compromise. I never did nudity or semi-nudity in modeling. And then when I was brought to Hollywood in 82 by a director and signed by an agent, started the successful acting career, never once did I have to sacrifice or compromise my Christian testimony. And it was not that I was so godly and so walking with the Lord at that point. I'm talking about even when I was far away from the Lord, doing my rebel days, I still knew that I was not going to do any nudity or semi-nudity. I turned down Playboy three times. I turned down Penthouse as well. And um, doing muscle magazines, by the way, training and working out. But my point is, you never have to compromise because that is a real big misconception with a lot of young artists. 
seeking to to be famous, and they think that they have to take off their top or take off the bottoms or both for guys and girls. And producers will pressure them, and you don't have to do that. You never have to compromise ever. And uh, God will bless your career, and you may turn down tons and tons of work and a lot of big money. But I say, so what? Isn't it better to please the one and only God who created you? It is God who is giving you the fame. It is God that is giving you the strength to do this, the popularity. It is God that gives you the favor. And he will bring great, clean, decent work to you if you don't compromise. I just wanted to add that in there, too. I think I got off on a rabbit trail. So reel me back in. What, what was you're your main doing, question? Did I answer it? You're doing fantastic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to founder of Lee Benton Ministries, ordained minister, evangelist, pastor, and fabulous actress and television host, her wonderful Victory Road with Lee Benton Television and radio show. Lee, I'm so enjoying Thank our you. conversation. And I Thank want you. you to know that this is a safe non-judgmental place having been in hollywood yes. a singer myself the whole nine yards i can totally relate and yet i also empathize with those that grow up in a christian mm. home thank god for that but are living their lives more by the letter of the law that kills than the spirit which gives life. I want yes. you to talk to our audience a little bit about that, the power of the Holy Spirit to live this life, which God says mm. he gives us. Lee Benton. You know, getting back to your question and answering this, you had said about being set free, about who the Son sets free is free indeed. I didn't realize I was in such bondage. And it creeps up on you slowly, little by little. And um, a friend of mine had said, um, someone mentioned years ago, they said, if you hang out in the sewer long enough, it no longer stinks to you. Does that make sense? Exactly. And so I think sometimes, and this is just not Hollywood, this is everywhere. You know, if you get so far deep into sin, you don't realize it. It happens gradually, little by little the devil comes in to try to kill, rob, and destroy your character and who you are. But you are, you are wonderfully and perfect and, and just incredibly graciously made by God Almighty. And the, the devil, we have to understand, he, there's a spiritual warfare going on out there. He wants to assassinate your character. He wants to take you out of the game. And you think that you're gaining fame. But what he can do, just when you're on your biggest high and your biggest role, that's when the devil can pull the carpet out from underneath you and deceive you and then bind you up in all these chains. And so basically the Lord set me free and how I came back to him, truly came back to him. Believe it or not, this may sound like a fairy tale, but I'm telling you the truth, you know, really far away from the Lord and my TV got stuck. And this is back in the days when we didn't have, um, you know, remote, you had to get up and turn the TV channel, you know, get out of your chair, walk across the room <laughs> and turn the TV. And right. I said, this was 82. And my TV got stuck on TBN on channel 40. <laughs> it used to be channel 40 in LA. I don't know what it is now. It probably is still the same, but it got stuck on TBN. 
And I got so upset because everybody looked so happy and smiling and singing about Jesus. And I was like, yeah, 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 really, come on. And all of a sudden, I just sat there because I didn't feel like getting out of my chair. I was being lazy at the moment. And the Holy Spirit, the more that these worshipers sang, that's why I was saying, don't stop these people. If they don't really know the Lord, don't stop them from coming to church. Because just being in the presence of worship and worship and singing about Jesus, it fills the atmosphere and changes the heart. And little by little, a new transformation is made. A transformation takes place. And that's how I came back to Jesus Christ. That it's not that the Holy Spirit ever left me because I accepted Jesus as my Savior as a kid at six. It's not that the Holy Spirit ever left me, but I had squashed him down to maybe a little teeny tiny corner of my heart. Teeny tiny. He was always there. And when the worship music filled the room from these people singing on TBN, which is Trinity Broadcasting Network, little by little, something broke off of me. It totally broke off of me. And I just, it was like I just woke up and went, wow, I've really been living a pretty funky life here and gotten far away. And little by little, I listened to more of those worship. And I, and I, first of all, I just was like, I've got to turn this off. I just got to turn this off. And the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me. And worship filled the room. And I remember getting on my knees and crying out to God, going, Lord, forgive me, you know, save me, save my life, deliver me, deliver me. And I will worship. And Lord, I will, you know, you turn things around for me now. And I promise you, I will go on every talk show in the world, every magazine, every journalist, everyone I speak to, I will tell them about you. And this was on a Saturday night. On Monday morning, my agent calls and says, kiddo, I don't know what's going on, but everybody in Hollywood is asking for you. I mean, it was like a dam broke. You know, the flood gates of heaven poured on me. And at that moment, little by little, a transformation took place. Did I start reading the word every minute, every day? Nope. It took, it was over like about a three or four year period. I'd read more and more. It was a transformation. So if you're praying for someone in your family, or your friends, and you don't see, and if they accepted Jesus as their Savior, or they're crying out to God, and you say, well, I don't see a difference, I don't see anything happening, give them time, because sometimes it, it happens suddenly, people will make an automatic change, a shift, and sometimes it takes time over a period of years before little by little they grow spiritually and mature more, and they want to run to church, and they want to go and be surrounded in prayer groups and Bible studies. Sometimes it takes longer for others. Lee, in our remaining time here today, briefly, can you share with our listeners the overarching message you want them to take away from your testimony today and then that prayer that you've had translated into several Mm. different languages? Lee Benton. Yes, I would love to. The Lord opened up the doors for my ministry. It started with a women's prayer group in L.A., started on a movie set. And by the way, I'm still acting and just landed another role, which is coming up soon. And it's in a great faith-based movie. The whole point is God is so amazing. He is able to reach people wherever you are right now. So the ministry part grew from my women's prayer group to men and women coming. I was able to teach at CBS studios for six years right there on the lot. And then 
moved to a big theater in Hollywood. And now we have reopened after all this time at a studio in Burbank. We've reopened our church. So I would like to invite people to come, but they can go on my website once a month in Burbank. Anyway, the ministry has grown through the years, and we are now worldwide after I've gotten my doctorate. And so the whole point is the Lord gave me an incredible prayer, what my sister is talking about. And the Lord downloaded, it's called the RSVP to heaven. And God says, I want you to tell everybody that the kingdom of heaven is like any nice event here on earth. Anytime you go to a nice restaurant, a banquet, anytime you're invited to even a wedding, that you've got an RSVP or your name's not written in the guest list, there's no reserved seat and you just don't get in. He said, tell everyone, no matter what race or no matter what religion, that I want their name in my book, that they must RSVP to me out of their own mouth. So I can write their name in my book and reserve them a seat. So this is powerful. This is a prayer that reaches every religion, every race. Can you only imagine the big event in heaven at God's wedding feast? And he wants to write everybody's name in his big book. And so I did a study on it. And it's not called God's Reservation Book, but it's called the Lamb's Book of Life. That when you pray this prayer, God writes your name. Yes, he has a big reservation book. And he wants to put everyone's name in it. So you can repeat after me if you want to get your name in God's reservation book to ensure your seat in heaven with RSVP. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I come to you with sinner, and I ask you to forgive me of my sins. As I forgive all those who have sinned against me, I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, who died for me and arose for me so that I can spend eternity with you. Please put my name in your book and reserve me a seat as I follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to actress, executive producer, and host of the award-winning Victory Road with Lee Benton, founder of Lee Benton Ministries, ordained minister, evangelist, and pastor. You can learn more about Lee's work, ministry, and mission by visiting leebenton.org and get inspired, support her work, and then tune in to the life-changing message Victory Road Brings. You will be blessed that you did. Lee, thank you for sharing just a little of your own remarkable story and the call you fulfilled not only in Hollywood, but around the world on platform, on screen, in life, and in the Lord proof, quote, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ, end quote, Philippians 1, 6. You, Lee Benton, are a beautiful example, inside and out, of God's glory in grace, in wisdom, in beauty, and yes, brains too. Your television show, Victory Road with Lee Benton, is just that, a life of victory displayed from the testimony shared and from one who has lived it. And beautifully so. We thank you and God bless you. Thank you, sister. God bless you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ 
one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony.